And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men, discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth. Hey, that's right. I am your host, Donnie, and this is Straight Talk. And I'm going to start off with this podcast as titled, Just Do It, Guys. Just Do It. What is the holdup here? I mean, I don't want to down on you, man, because some of you trying to do too good and by your families and everything, but so many of us in this day and age are not doing what we're supposed to as far as our family is concerned. Um, but, yes, and I want to touch on this uh, first topic here. Just be the husband in Christ that you were supposed to be. Is it that difficult to treat your family and treat your wife with respect? and learn to listen to them because sometimes we don't have all the answers god didn't make us to have all the answers that we're supposed to have all the answers that we need to seek is in the bible and guess what guys we're not reading the bible our wives may be and they may be reading it to our children but uh, where are we in the equation we're not reading the bible so you understand what i mean i mean we're not reading the bible like we're supposed to and the wives are doing it for us instead of us being the spiritual leaders of the family so why don't we open the Bible? It's not that hard to do. we got two hands and two feet. We can walk in the living room, open the Bible up, and say, hey, we're going to have a Bible study. But we're too busy worried about who's making the greatest play in sports. When I watched a baseball game the other day, we spend more time watching baseball than we do reading the Bible. And the Bible has more answers than baseball does. What does ba- baseball going to teach us that the Bible hasn't taught us? Nothing. The only thing we're going to learn is a person that's on base and he's going to screw up and get tagged out in a second. I mean, come on, people. We are not going to learn a thing except who's going to win that game. We're going to learn a lot more truth in the Bible than we will in baseball. And that's really pathetic because these guys are making $10 million a year to scratch each other and run a base. We do more work on a weekend than they do in three hours. The only thing they're doing is patting each other on the back and hitting each other in the butt. And we're, uh, and we're sitting here watching that. We're watching that. So let's just read the Bible instead of watching baseball, okay? I mean, because last time we seen the Pirates get their butt kicked on a kindergarten play. On a kindergarten play. You're supposed to tag the first person out at first base. You don't chase them down the goal line, down the home plate. I mean, what idiot does that? And he did it, and he's getting paid millions of dollars to do so. My God. And the second topic I want to touch on is... Be the leader of the household, which that goes in with number one. And I was re- trying to reference that Bible verse, and I, I got started on baseball, but anyway. But the, t- by, the Bible verse I want to touch on is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33, which I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just going to touch on a few of them. Wives, we're, you're supposed to submit to your husbands as a Lord, and, um, and for the husband, he is the head of, the, head of his wife, and I've already touched on that. And that doesn't mean that the man tells the wife where to go, what to do, what to pay, and when to grab the money and when not to. That's not what I'm getting at here. You're supposed to submit to your, uh, the wife's supposed to submit to their husband, but in a biblical way. In other words, help them out and so on and so forth. That doesn't mean that the man demands his wife to do everything in the household. I'm not meaning that at all. We just need to use some common sense here, guys. Come on. And uh, husband, you're supposed to love your wives as, a, as Christ loved the church. Is it that difficult? I mean, you got turned on by her when you were dating her. What changed in your marriage to make her make you feel dominant and that you're supposed to be mighty over her? No, that's not it at all. 
we don't we don't tie our wives to a ball and chain and make them do everything we tell them to do. No, that's not it at all. You're supposed to have love and respect for your wife. As in Fireproof, that movie was over what twelve years ago, and now it's the most iconic movie made by the Kendrick brothers in history. And it taught us a lot about marriage, and it's supposed to have taught us a lot about marriage. And 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 we still have yet to have trouble with that. And uh, I want to touch on uh, as I was talking about to be the leader of the household. And um, and that one verse comes to mind here, guys, is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. These words I am commanding you today are upon your to be upon your hearts. In other words, your wife is supposed to, uh, supposed to kneel at your heart. I mean, she's supposed to be the first person you think about in the morning, the last thing you think about when you go to sleep is with your family. The only thing we're thinking about is, where is my money? Where is my money? Why is all my money gone out of my bank account? What are we spending it on? Simple. You're spending it on bills. You don't realize how many bills you've got until you actually start paying them. And your wife is doing the best she can as to pay them unless she's terrible with money and you should know that before you married her. And that's all it is to it. And I also want to touch on Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, 13 through 19. And fear the Lord, fear the Lord your God and serve him only, serve him only and take your oaths and uh in his name and so on and so forth it's just basic common sense guys be the spiritual leaders of the house lead in prayer because the family that prays together ultimately stays together you don't see any man watching porn and keeping his wife and keeping his marriage together that's not going to happen you can sit there and watch porn all day long you're still going to be uh, at home pleading yourself all the time you're not going to keep your marriage intact when you're sitting there looking at other women having sex on the internet it's not going to happen your wife is going to be like, am I not good enough for him anymore? Why is he doing this to me? That's not going to happen. You're not going to keep your marriage together. Again, a family that prays together ultimately stays together because you're cherishing and you have the three points of a triangle that you've always posted. The three points of a triangle in reference is you, your spouse, and God. If you don't have those, you have nothing. Point blank, simple as that. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That's all it is to it. And be the ultimate, ultimately be the dad that, call, uh, that you're supposed to be called to be. In other words, spend time with your kids. Your son ultimately is you. He is your clone, made over. And if you don't spend time with him, he's going to be lost as the day is long. Go out there and spend time catching with him, talking to him, learn, learn who he is. Because he is different from you, obviously, because he's a different person. But he is still your son. You need to spend time with him. As in, you're supposed to spend time with your daughters. Although you don't have that much in common with her because she's female, obviously. But you're still supposed to spend time with her. Because if any guy comes near my daughter, I'm going to have a shotgun on my table making sure he don't touch her inappropriately. It's all there is to it. I'm going to tell that boy, you have her home at a certain time or I'm coming after you with a game. That's all there is to it. And I know that sounds like a complete total double standard. But it is what it is. Boys can't get pregnant. Girls can. But ultimately, if my son gets a girl pregnant, he's getting a vasectomy by the age of 12. That's all it is to it. Because I'm not going to have no 10-year-old babies running around here while my son's only 12. Ain't going to happen. But uh, you're supposed to teach your kids. You're supposed to spend time with your kids. It's not ultimately all the women. All the woman's job is to take care of the family and taking care of the kids. No, you're there. You made them. Time for you to man up and take care of your kids. I see so many women are out there. Where's the baby's daddy? They're nowhere to be found. Obviously, she didn't get artificial insanity. She had help getting pregnant. But we're nowhere to be found. We're too busy like we're scoring with the next woman or uh, scoring with the next prostitute is around. No, guys. 
We're supposed to take care of our families as God intended. God has said in the Bible, man is supposed to be ever over the household. But the only thing we're worried about is where our next paycheck is going to be and how many women I can sleep with in the next 10 days. That's not supposed to be like that. Never has, never will. And that's all it is to it. We need to man up and take care of our families. And we are so far beyond where we're supposed to be at, we don't know where we're coming or going. And ultimately, that, that brings me back to this uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1-4. through four. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor, thy, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live, uh, live long on earth. Well, that goes both ways. I mean, kids supposed to honor the mother and the father, but how can they honor somebody that's not there? If they could honor the father if he was around, if he was spending time with him. But some of them aren't. Some of them are gone. Some of them is gone as the day is long. How are they supposed to honor somebody that isn't there? They're honoring the mother probably. But she's doing the best she can, holding down two jobs and take care of three kids. I mean, she only can do so much. She's only one person. I mean, she's depending on God probably. But uh, where's the dad at in this equation? We're gone. We're sitting there watching baseball and football and wondering who's going to win the championship. Well, the, they may, the team may win the championship, but what are you going to win in the end? You're not going to win your kids' love. You're not going to win your kids' affection. What are you going to win? Nothing. You're still going to be the same person as when the championship game passed around. you still be the same as that person lost with no family whatsoever. Where are we at, guys? Where are we at? And that also reminds me, as I touched on, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 through 6. My son, do not despise the chastising of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he's chastised. In other words, you will get love when you pass out discipline. I mean, you got to be disciplined. You, the Lord is punishing us for not being there. But obviously, you got to teach your kids right from wrong. And they will love and respect you for it as they grow up. They're not, not going to hate you right now because they didn't told that they're doing wrong. But it's called tough love, guys. Amish people do it all the time. When their kids do wrong, they shun them. When they leave the plantation, they shun and don't talk to them. But ultimately, sometimes they do come back. Sometimes the world, uh, the world uh, has so much temptation that they stray away. But the, the Yamas eventually do come back. They do come back and say, I'm sorry, I apologize. I did, what I did was wrong. And that's what we got to learn. The kids will just be mad at us, but they will ultimately come back to us in the end. They always do, they always have, and they always will because kids are resilient like that. But I'm going to play some music here real quick, and we'll touch back on this subject as the music is done. I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. I think this song really hits home with uh, what we're talking about today, guys. It's called Thy Will by Hilary Scott and the Scott family. Hope you like it. I'm so confused. broken heart is a part of your plan when i try to pray all i got is hurt and these four words
something done with your family and just man up. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the man showing his faith. There's nothing wrong with the man saying, look, I love God. I love Jesus. Why is that so hard? I mean, we we, we don't show emotion that much. I mean, uh, maybe it's the way you were raised. I mean, I was raised not to tell my father I love him, even though I do to this day. But it's, it's, I guess it makes us feel less masculine. Well, honestly, I've learned that it takes more masculinity to tell somebody you love them versus when it doesn't. There's nothing wrong with a man showing emotion. And I, you know, I was telling my wife that the other day because uh, I was watching a movie and I started crying like a baby, and I, I had to get up out of the room because I don't like that. And I, because it was the way I was raised, but uh, I have learned that it does, it takes more of a man to cry and show emotion than when a man doesn't. But we, it's it's like the roles are reversed. It's okay for a woman to cry, but for some reason we men 
we feel like less of a man when we cry. And the only time we really ever cried when we were growing up, the probably got hit in the head with a hammer or something. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. But I'll just remind of Fireproof where it says his father's walking around the cross and said, Dad, I am not doing that. I'm not being hard-headed. Like, aren't you? Why is it uh, so ashamed to, uh, uh, to admit that you need God in your life? Why is that so hard to, to realize? His father taught him that you need God more than you need anything. God will save your marriage. God will turn you into a man. And we seem to not think so. Well, if it's in the Bible that God will make you a man, then it has to be true because the Bible is the oldest written language in our nation's history. It is, whether we want to deny it or we don't. The Bible is the oldest written language on, on the planet. And that movie, Fireproof, is probably one of the most other, most iconic movies uh, in Christian film today, other than Courageous. And those Christian, uh, those Kindred brothers really did a phenomenal job with that. I can always reference that movie anytime I need to speak to somebody about God. And, and the last thing I'm going to touch on here before I close out is just make time to spend with your family and talk about God. And we, we have more time in the day than we realize. There's 24 hours in a day. You can't get more time than that. And that's plenty of time to talk to your family about God. You know, my wife and I were talking the other day while we were laying down. Is that she gets up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and God bless her for having so much dedication because I'm too damn lazy to get up out of the bed at 3 o'clock in the morning to read the Bible. I always have been. But she told me when I was watching the news, why don't you have a devotion time with God? Uh, and you know what? That really makes sense because I'm making time to watch the news and watch the weather find out what the day is going to be like. But I don't make time to read the Bible. Why don't I? Well, that's a good question. The only person to answer that is me. And I just didn't think about it. I was more interested in uh, uh, what the weather is going to be like when I go to work versus uh, what uh, what I can, I can learn in the Bible. But just make time because you got plenty of time to do things. Make time for God in the end. And um, that's about, I think I, I touched on pretty much everything I can think about right now for this particular episode. But if you have any more insights, please email me at uh, info at yournewlifebooks.com. Or, and check out our website. Uh, it's totally revamped. The only thing that isn't up right now is our bookstore, but it will be up in the next couple of days. It's yournewlifeministries.org. And feel free to like us on Facebook at Your New Life Ministries LLC and uh, subscribe to us on um, YouTube and uh, hey, and follow us on this podcast. It's going to be up and around, and it's it's an amazing thing. Uh, and trust me, people, when I say um, I don't talk like a regular Christian, but I am a Christian. But not every Christian's the same, and I will touch on things that no other Christian will talk about. And I don't hold back. I just say what I feel and what God leaves in my heart. And I just lay it out in lamest terms as you've already seen in this podcast. So please, check it out. And I'll see you next time. And always remember, men, it's never too late to man up and take control. And spend time with your family. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.